Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Broadcasting live from the Liquor Barn Studios, it's time for The Diener Show. Presented by OPC Pest Services on ESPN 680, 105.7, and 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Drew Diener and Mark Blankenbaker. Women's uh, game tonight we will have for you coming your way uh, at um, uh, 7 o'clock. With the uh, play-by-play, so we're six thirty with the pregame as they'll take on number five NC State. So got a big one tonight. Uh, so uh, looking forward uh, to that. Also, uh, Kenny Payne show is tonight. That'll be on our friends over at nine seventy, and that will be at the same time at seven o'clock. So uh, we got both those going on for you here. Uh, we got Super Bowl, of course. We'll have our coverage uh, on Sunday of uh, the Super Bowl with Chiefs. Now, I saw it minus, uh, or they're getting plus one and a half, it looked like this morning. So I don't know if there's been a little bit of line movement there. I'm still stunned they're an underdog. <laughs> I, just, I thought this, game was, this game's got pick them written all over it. But yeah, um, yeah I'm, I'm, if you want to. Uh, if you've been waiting on the, the to drop, looks uh, like it matters where you bet. Uh, yeah, looks like definitely. FanDuel's got it at two and a half. Uh, DraftKings has it at two. Mm-hmm. Uh, bet three six five's got it at two. Caesars has it at two. So uh, BetMGM's at two. So yeah, it, it does depend on where where you're betting. Uh, but according to scoresandodds.com, can seventy seventy one percent of the bets are on Kansas City. So all right. So well, uh, there you have it. We'll uh, we'll talk to you here two six seven nine six eight. If you want to get in, text away to that UPS Jobs text line at four three seven nine six eighty. Here, okay, we do what we want to get this sound right. We have Haley yeah. Van Lith. Okay, we have, here we uh, go. Controversial sound here. I guess I don't know. Um, as uh, this was from where? Where was this from? What was the context of this? Some LSU women's basketball reporter. The first, okay. the first five to ten seconds is a haymaker. Okay, so we might. Okay, you know, okay. Might okay. Have to pause. All but, right, all right. Well, okay. Buckle up. Someone like me and Anissa transfer to a better team. Um, so I think it's it's a little bit unprecedented, um, and. We just got to put one foot in front of the other. And I think you have to lean into the people that have been here um, and just accept the challenge. I think it's it's about mental toughness and, and true true competitiveness and, and knowing who you are and self-confidence. And I think if you can just – my motto for this year has been, like, take one, take one step every day. Take one step every day. And – uh, sometimes I have bad games, but the next morning I'm going to get up, I'm going to take another step, and I'm going to come to practice and hopefully have a great practice. So um, it's hard, but, you know, that's why I came here. I-, I wanted to be pushed. I wanted to be challenged. So, you know, I'm getting what I asked for. Can't complain. Got time for a couple more for the players. 
someone like me and Anissa transfer to a better team? It's not as bad as I thought. And they did win it. True competitiveness. Now, that part at the end, yeah. Yeah. I needed a transfer there for true competitiveness. Listen, you don't sell out to get more... Like, you did it to make it easier on yourself. Like, you're not gonna... You know what I'm saying? True competitors stay where they are and they try to go when you've been to the Elite Eight, the Final Four and the Elite Eight. In that final year, what you try to do is you try to go to the Final Four and win the National Championship. You don't hit the eject button and go to the team who just won it as a true competitor, okay? Sorry, Kevin Durant, okay? Mm -hmm. Sorry. And by the way, you're not KD. So anyway, so uh, yeah, so that's not as bad Haley as I Van thought. Lith and uh, uh, yeah, Jeff Walls built his entire program around her for two years. <laughs> it's not good enough. Yeah. And they went to the final four in the Elite Eight. Sorry, you weren't better than Caitlin Clark, Haley. Sorry, you weren't better than Caitlin Clark in the in the regional final. If you were, you would have gone to the final four. If you were better. As a competitor, mm-hmm. you would have gone to the Final Four. But instead, you lost, and then you hit the eject button to go to a team who won the national championship because you're a sellout. <laughs> okay. Not as bad as I thought, though. i got to be honest. I, was, I thought that would be, like, mm-hmm. trash at them. But yeah. since you went to a better team, which, I mean, probably factually correct by rankings at the time. By rankings, they just won the national championship. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. We'll see. Little, I got nothing for her. Yeah, like she, you know, I, nope, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. You're not getting blanket Mount Blanket Baker eruption out of that one. No, 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 no. I, I think everybody knows how I feel about her, and I think a lot of people feel the same. Yeah, Dutch says I thought it was to get closer to family. That's the reason she transferred. Yeah, that's that was yeah. the initial reason given, and they went to Dutch Louisiana. Dutch said, except the team's not better. Where are they? Have they lost a couple of games? And- Let's see where they are. I think they probably are still ranked ahead of Louisville. They're ninth, Louisville sixteenth. So they're not demonstrably mm-hmm. better i mean you know i i would love i would love for louisville and lsu to line up in the, in oh, the NCAA you tournament. would yes we all would i yeah. mean i mean i'm going off the beach in maui to watch that game 100 mm-hmm. percent. yeah if louisville and lsu are playing I've, i'm the, people might be calling the local police in hawaii there's a crazy guy at the bar <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's all worked up about this women's basketball game and one player he's got to be mentally unstable <laughs> they're right next to one another in the rankings i'm looking they're 11 and, and louisville's 12 uh, in the coaches poll oh in the coaches poll okay i was looking at the ap ninth and 16 yeah and i think that's maybe what the texter was asking why are they not getting a lot of love in the, yeah. in, the in the ap poll and they're they're 18 and 3 i mean they have a really strong record they've been there before they've done it, it again it doesn't matter yeah, the ap poll doesn't matter all that matters is the net that's it you know it just you know it's like people get worked up about the ap rankings for football the cfp rankings all that matters that's what matters and there is news on the cfp i don't know if you saw this over the weekend mm. uh First of all, on Friday, it was announced that the SEC and Big Ten are forming oh, yeah. an alliance. Yeah, they're not calling it an alliance, but they're actually going to have an alliance. And then last night, uh, during the Grammys, or maybe right before it, uh, Ross Dellinger put out an article because the CFP is meeting today and tomorrow in Dallas to discuss the future of the CFP. And Greg Sankey and Tony Petiti, the commissioners of the SEC and Big Ten, they're expressing some doubt about the future of the CFP uh, if they what? can't get things right. So I think this is a uh, – you can read the article on uh, Yahoo.com written by, uh, by Ross Dellinger. But I think this is all posturing ahead yeah. of the meeting to set the tone for the meeting that 
we're Petiti, in charge. Petiti yeah. and Sankey are like, we're going to get what we want, or we can make this problematic for all of you. Yeah. And, and everybody knows it. Yeah. And, and Jim Phillips is directly, directly in the crosshairs, and our league is, because he actually did enter into the, to the alliance, and he's the only so one So did the Big Ten. I know, but Kevin Warren's not there anymore. Yeah. And, and, and now Greg Sankey gets to work with Tony Petiti, who is an administrator or is more into college. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Kevin Warren didn't care about anything collegial. He, he thinks like a pro. He's not really all that smart, but he does things anyway, and he wrecked. Uh, he tried to wreck. He did wreck the Pac-12. So it's going. They're going to happen this year. Like this is the, this is this about, year and next year. Yeah, so yes. beyond 2025 is when it comes into question. So right. I'm just reading from Dellinger, the latest delay casts more doubt in the future of the playoff beyond 2025 and the final uh, year that the 10 FBS conferences in Notre Dame are contractually bonded together right. through the television deal. Um, so that's so. In an interview with Yahoo earlier this week, uh, Drake Sankey said uh, expressed doubts in their commitment to the future of the CFP if leaders can't get right on a litany of issues. Yeah. What, that you want more of the money? Well, one of those issues is that right now, for the next two years, Jim Phillips and SMU want to be dealt in to the CFP payout because it's about four to six million dollars. It, it, it varies. Wait, the ACC would already be dealt in, would they not? They would be. However, the, the, you have to have unanimous agreement to add a new a new CFP member uh-huh. throughout the whole, the whole, all the conferences. The ACC has brought in the SMU, SMU, but the CFP didn't agree to pay SMU, so it would be so as up long as SMU doesn't win the league, we're okay. As long as yeah, yeah, as long as they don't pop up and yeah. make the playoff, it's really kind of a non-issue. But like even Louisville, like we get a share of mm-hmm. the CFP revenue as. One of those teams, what they they just don't want to pay another four or five million dollars to SMU or dilute people's shares to to accommodate SMU because they didn't agree to that. Now moving forward beyond twenty twenty five, SMU is going to be a part of that, mm-hmm. uh, but they but they wouldn't be uh, for the first two years that they're in the league, and then the ACC is not doing a payout for them anyway. Right. So it's a whole thing. It, it's it's a mess, and really it's going to be about automatic bids. How many bids? They even talked. Petiti was talking about expanding to sixteen. Yeah, I saw that part of it. Yeah, which I don't need sixteen. I like it. At 12. I like twelve, and I like earning the buys that those teams mm-hmm. that get it. And yeah, good luck when they have great success as in the first two years of this. Saying yeah, we're not sure about the format for. Uh, it's going to be looks awesome. Too big to fail. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be too big to fail. Uh, CFP currently divides about $460 million into the subdivisions. Wow. Power 5 gets about 80% of the cash, followed by the group of 5's 20%, and then a small fraction is distributed to independents and FCS. A Power 5 cut is about 5 to $6 million. Okay. 5 to 6 I guess that's... That's per, per school. But hang on. If they divide $460 million, Oh, so that's per every school, whether they're participating in it or not. Correct. Boston right, College right. gets Boston five College. to $6 million every year yeah. based on the CFP happening, whether they're in it or not. Yeah. It's part of the agreement. So in addition to the primary distribution, those teams qualifying for the playoff get another $4 million. Those advancing to the quarters get another four, And teams in the semis get $6 million, uh, for their league each round. Those schools should be able to keep every penny of that, by the way. Well, I think that's part of the keep what you kill model with the ACC. The success initiative is what they call it, uh, which goes into effect next year. Would have been nice if Louisville could have gotten on that this year uh, because the success initiative would have paid out pretty well. But it starts at the big in July. I don't don't know the the formula for that. But yeah, that's um, I just think they're going to be it's going to be such a hit 
I mean, oh, it's going to be awesome. It's college football, they, as much as they try to screw it up, it just gets better. Right. Well, <laughs> I mean, and, and they don't bit, do anything to, to make it better. But they make it worse, and they still improve. When are our game times? I don't know. We'll tell you about two weeks out. Right. Or oh, six days. How do you decide that? I don't know. We feel yeah. like it. Yeah. Yeah. People go, uh, okay. Okay, I'll put my lives on hold. People are there. Uh, yeah, and we'll go. Uh, and the, the stadiums are sold out. It's the most watched year of college football ever last year. The interest continues to rise. And, you know, uh, Jim Phillips and, uh, gosh, our Big 12 commissioner, cannot remember his name or off the top of my head. But anyway, uh, those guys need to be careful in these meetings to make sure that they're still in AQ status. Mm-hmm. That's going to be very important because I think, you know, this 12-team playoffs coming at a good time if the Big 12 and ACC can establish themselves as uh, threats on the field that, you know, during this time it would help with television negotiations, contracts, things like that. Also making sure that the CFP continues to go in this format. What you don't want is for Sankey and Petiti to just line up and be like, it's really us and nobody else. Right, your mark, by the way. Your mark. Yeah, yeah thank it. you. That's it. Um, Dexter says, Mark, how can you call HVL a sellout and then get all giddy when the Portal King Brom grabs another transfer? Which is it? No, no, no. Mm. I like portals. And I like, the, I like what Jeff Brom's doing on the portal. You can't go to your coach's main rival and not be a sellout. I'm sorry. But what if we get one from, who's our main, we got a Kentucky player, right? Yeah, Isaiah Cummings yeah. from Louisville. Yeah. Yeah, who wanted to come to Louisville, but they told, here's the thing about Isaiah Cummings. Okay, you just told me. <laughs> no, Scott Satterfield, when they're recruiting him, says you're going to be a tight end. Yeah. Mark Stoops and his staff, you're going to be a wide receiver. He plays wide receiver for like, Two days, yeah. they move him to tight end. He's a tight end the whole time. So they lied to him, got three years out of him. Now, he didn't have to stay. He could have left earlier or whatever. But now he's coming here to play tight end, and he's from here, whatever. Uh, it's Haley Van List from Washington State. Dexter says Petiti tried to push Jim Harbaugh around also, but then he had to hand him the Big Ten trophy. Dexter says March matchups, but the committee doesn't do this. Uh, St. John's versus Kentucky. Ooh. That'd be good. Oh, that would be awesome. And women inside U of L, um, LSU. I think U of L LSU are going to be too close to one another. It wouldn't be a first round matchup. No, they'll, they'll no. be too close to one another in the rankings. You could get like a three four, but you then know, they, but then they wouldn't face each other. You, you because they'd be until the oh, that's eight. right. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be late. Like I think that's where they probably are. One, two three now you can do. One of them gets up to be a two. Yeah, seat. you need you need both of them to rise a touch to yeah. get to two three. But they're probably going to be four five though. You could four have, five. You, you could, could have, have that. that means they're both losing a couple more games if that yeah. if that happens. To, let's see. Is St. John's going to be in the tournament? Oh yeah, I would think so for sure. I mean, they're um, where are they in the net? I mean, they I I thought they'd have a better effort set, set but the Garden was rocking, man. Matt Norlander was talking about it. Uh, he goes that they were catcalling each other like in the in the lobby and in the in the in the concourse. Oh, and everything I can only like that. imagine the ima- <laughs> so they're right on the bubble. They're forty third in the net, and they've got. Two quad one wins, five. They're five and one in quad two. They have a quad three loss. I'm not sure who that's against, um, but I, I would count on them being in the tournament. They're pretty good. I would count, but they're on. They're on the bubble. They are. They are. They're on the bubble. So well, he's not. Rick Pitino's not very good in conference tournaments, you know. So they probably, and the, they probably and won't do much. In the Madison games. Square Garden conference tournaments, probably, he's never yeah, any good at those. Yeah, <laughs> I would go out meekly in that. Um, so yeah, let's see. So all right, so okay, um, we got the game. We got the women's game tonight. Um, trying to see what else we have here on the. Uh, what else did you have on the on the sheet of lies here? Um, because we, we talked obviously about the uh, 
the Cards win against Florida State um, a lot. I mean, it was interesting as we're talking about uh, Rick Pitino that he kind of echoed what um, Tennessee AD Danny White was talking about. Rick Pitino in his post game the other day was talking about how the enforcement staff really needs to go away. And he he is there? Do we have the sound on that? Did you find that sound anywhere? I'd like to find that because I wanted. I saw it was. I mean, it tells you how much Pitino still mattered. This front page story on ESPN.com. I'm not on the basketball page. Right on on the regular, uh, you know, front yeah. page, and it said you know Pitino, you know, goes off on what you call it. Well, I mean. He could talk about it pretty directly because here's a guy yeah, yeah. that lost his job because of an FBI thing, which later the NCA completely exonerates him from. And, you know, <laughs> he, he's like, you know, you guys can do a lot here. And now you're talking about NIL and you're going after Tennessee and Rick Patino sitting up there like, and I'll let you hear the sound. But essentially, like, you're going to you're going to punish these people for just being a part of the sport. Yeah. Like you can't do that. Like you can't select if you're if you're gonna t- punish Tennessee, you got to punish everybody. But are you gonna are you gonna punish 356 schools? Yeah, all I mean they the can go time? after anyone. I mean everybody's breaking the rules that didn't exist that they were given no guidance on and no and that don't make parameters. Sense. Yeah. Oh, uh, being you 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 um you can't be involved in the collectives, but you're fully responsible for what for they their do. actions. Yeah, yeah. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> you think how do you think that's going to set with Rick Patino? Yeah, no. You, yeah, you're not you're not allowed to you know be be directly involved, have any oversight on them, but you're responsible if they break a rule. Right. Yeah. And then Florida, Florida's going to feel feel that because it's collective before before schools were allowed to be directly involved like they are now yeah. in some capacity. Their collective, you know, promised Jaden Rashada a ton of money that it couldn't pay him. He goes to school now. He's at Arizona State. Florida is going to be held responsible for what happened with that collective and Jaden Rashada. Somebody and should. Somebody should. That to me, that is fraud. Well, it is, but, but it's, can you ask Florida? I don't know that you can ask Florida, but whoever's in charge of that collect somebody broke, somebody somebody committed fraud there. Yes, you yes. You promise so and so, you know, millions of dollars, and then you don't come up with it, and it affects where they've moved to. Other, you know, right? I mean, that that's yeah, fourteen million dollar promise, place. which yeah. is a ridiculous number. But I mean, that's what it took to get him to sign with Florida. So, and and they agreed to it. Then they reneged, and so then now we, we have this entire situation, and now Florida's going to be held responsible when they weren't allowed to be involved at the time. Yeah. So it's it's a mess, and I think Rick Pitino had a really good thought on it. I don't know if we have this. Yeah, I don't know. It may, maybe uh, I didn't ask you to put it I'm, I'm struggling to find yeah, it, to that's, be that's honest. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, can't sign a contract committing to pay someone and say, nope, typical UF shenanigans. Yeah. And was there a signed contract? That's what, that's what I don't know. If, I think I, if somebody's signed... promising me $8 million, I want to see something in writing. Right. And I think there was or a signed contract with the collective. Now, did the collective fold? Did it go bankrupt? I, right. I don't know. But like, you know, that they did not have the money, you know, when, when it came time for him to have payments due that they agreed upon upon enrollment. Those things weren't happening, and he quickly withdrew and, and moved over to Arizona State. Enrolled early, too, by the way. Enrolled in January ahead of, uh, you know, foregoing his final semester of high school, which I don't know what that, you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. but it's something. You know, he, he, he did that in the middle, and so then he's you know, in January trying to scramble for his next place when he thought he had a really good deal at Florida. Yeah, so uh, you know, Rick, um, as as he is, you know, good at doing when you give him, uh, you know, the microphone and have him, you know, hey, ask him a question about he thinks about the NCAA enforcement staff. <laughs> yeah, 
uh, his quotes were, it's a very difficult time in college basketball because it's free agency. And I now think that what's going to happen is they're going to say everyone can transfer. And then if they don't like it, they're going to take uh, they're going to take him to court. So I think the NCAA enforcement staffs should just be disbanded. It's a joke. Not because I dislike him, because they're of no value anymore. Because just, ten- just Tennessee now will-, will take him to court and Virginia will take him to court. Um, and they'll win, by the way. Yeah. That's they said the enforcement staff needs to go away. We need to stop all the hypocrisy of NIL. We need to stop it because they can't stop it. Whether I'm for it or against it, it doesn't matter. They're professional athletes. Get professionally paid. It's not going away. You can't try to get loopholes because they take you to court. That's the way. That's why I say, so I'm not looking to knock the enforcement staff. They're just going to be taken to court every time and try. they try to make a rule. So it's a tough time in college basketball right now. And for us, you can't really build programs and a culture because everybody leaves. Look, that's not sour grapes. He's right. He's just telling you the truth. He is absolutely right. I mean, Gino Oriema has said the same thing that you know these you know, they train you, that you're working for them. They're not working for you. I, I, I'm all for the, the athletes, you know, being able being able to profit. And we all know it's not name, image, and likeness. They're just getting paid. It's paid for play. It's pay for play. And that's okay. That's that's where we are. I do think with the transfers, I don't know why you couldn't limited to being a one-time transfer to play right away and it's if you want to transfer a second time uh barring a coach leaving that'd be the only loophole um then you have to sit out of here and get full a full scholarship and get paid potentially yeah you know nil that's not to me restriction of you know somebody's ability to make money yeah uh, you know and their their scholarship but but he's probably right you could make that rule someone will take him to court someone will win and then they'll have to stand down off the rule because the NCAA loses over and over again, and that's why there's a that's why yeah. there's a fight uh, in Congress right now to get the NCAA a special designation. Because until they get that, mm-hmm. uh, they're going to continue to to lose in court, and yeah. you know, and and that's probably the way it ought to be. You know, I mean, for a long time, uh, these kids were like, Katie George is in a pillow commercial. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have you don't know she's a volleyball player you don't know any, it doesn't say Katie George it's not Louisville but she's modeling yeah. you know a pillow and she you know has to pay that money back she's like I didn't do that for Vaughn doing that for me like any like any lady on campus or outside of whatever you know so anyway it's just a mess uh, and so then it opened up the door for where we are today mm-hmm. so it's, it's you know unfortunate did you see uh, Sam Hartman's do another pick. <laughs> to a Louisville player uh no I, did. I saw it on the show sheet that he threw an interception who do you throw it to so in, in the senior bowl Jarvis Brownlee I th- threw an inter he, he Sam Hartman threw an interception to Jarvis Brownlee got Jarvis got a decent return on it, it was for it was a red zone interception but Sam Hartman man he just throws picks to Louisville yeah. guys like we're magnets to, to his balls yeah whoever uh is in uh, whatever team drafts him uh Teams in that division need to draft a Louisville defensive back. Right? Yes, yes. Yeah. If you take Hartman, <laughs> and if you're the if the Bills take Hartman, the Jets need to be taking Louisville Cardinals. Yeah, they need to take right. Brad Jarvis, yeah. get Quincy after the fact. Maybe yeah. even take maybe get Jair in free agency. I don't yeah. know, but like you know, you need Louisville defensive backs. All right, we'll continue along here. I still we haven't talked about my favorite moment of the weekend. I will have that when we mm. come back. So, um, we'll- Prasage. <laughs> no, no. That, that was good. That was a good one. It happened in sports. Yes. Um, <laughs> that's good. Um, but we'll, uh, we'll talk to you here. 267-9680 uh, is the number to get in. Text away the UPS job text line uh, at 437-9680. Uh, we'll let you do that here uh, this morning. DFH Company, uh, that's who we use. Uh, that's, by the way, Alex Hinkie, mine texted earlier about the, the actor being in Jaws. Uh, so, you know, I'm just listening. You know, he's tuned oh, in. Oh, he was in Jaws as well. 
Oh no, Joe! No, he texted the answer about oh, the, your Jaws. guy. Being, boy, that gummy that, that did, it do some did, damage, it did dude. some damage, dude. Some damage, particular on Jaws from James Bond. Yeah, yes. from James Bond. Got yes, it. yes. The, the answer <laughs> earlier. I'm telling you, it really did. Yeah, I, I know. I've been there. Um, so, uh, but if you have any issues with your uh, heating or cooling, I mean, you might actually turn, turn your AC at some point soon. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, whatever your issues are, uh, DFH can take care of you. Uh, they take care of us at the station. They've been taking care of us, uh, me and my house for ever it seems like over like 15 years whatever it's been uh and uh, be sure to uh, give them a call 968-6222 or dfhcompany.com that's probably the easiest way to remember dfh dfhcompany.com and tell me you're just talking about them here in the dealership taking care of your family isn't always easy so we make sure getting care when you need it is with baptist health urgent and virtual care we bring you more options and greater convenience too with video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. So I remember when we were driving, driving in your car. Speed so fast to feel like I was drunk. Broadcasting live from the Liquor Barn Studios, you're listening to The Diener Show on ESPN 680, 105.7, and 93.9 The Phil. Now, here's Drew Diener and Mark Blankenbaker. It's why music award shows are the only ones worth watching, to me. I mean, you're not going to get two actors get up there and collaborate a scene, you know, from something else. But you did... um, yeah, that iconic moment last night with um, Luke Combs and, and Tracy Chapman. I mean, that's just that's that's one they'll talk about for years. It's great. I mean, he he's talked about it too. Like, I, I love I love the fact that on that song he didn't like change the genders to make it you know about him. You know, he, you know it was it was written by a female. He, he you know he, he sang the song. He didn't change a damn word of it. Not even that's great. You know? No, it was a cool moment last night, and it was a uh, you know I love I love the Grammys just overall, but that was a kind of a special. I didn't realize Tracy Chapman was coming out, so that was kind of a cool thing to see. Uh, and he's I, talked about like that's been only one of his favorite songs ever since first time he could pick up a guitar because his dad played it constantly. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Well, wow. he had great respect for the. Um, you know, uh, just the song and, and the artist, you know. So you haven't watched the Grammy, so I shouldn't tell no. you who wins or anything in the, well, in the country category. I don't really care. You know, yeah. CMAs are my award show anyway. Laney Wilson won a big award. I know. Everybody's trying to prop her. I mean, everybody's just rushing. Is she not? I, I don't She's know. fine. She's yeah. good. It's like they're trying to create a star. She is good. She is going. But it's like she's headlining a lot of these uh, like festivals. She doesn't have... I mean, she's got like six songs and four of them are duets. Yeah. You're, you're like, she's, she's good. She's not she's a headliner. She's good. She doesn't yeah. have an hour and a half of material to play as a right, headliner. Right. Or an and hour and 15 at some of these Some festivals. of the people that were on the on the uh, the Bourbon and Beyond list were nominated for um, oh, the I'm country sure. album of the, of the year as well. Zach the, Bryan and Tyler Childers. Yeah. yeah, the two the yeah. two guys up top. Uh, yeah, so I was like, these guys, this would be great for uh, Bourbon and Beyond to win the Grammys, but... 
the Louisville Orchestra last night. Yeah, won, they a, won Grammy. a Grammy. Yeah, yeah, Teddy Abrams. So that was really really cool. It's the first Grammy in the eighty six year history of the of uh, the Louisville Orchestra. So but that's the guy we see at the airport. He's got the yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, won a Grammy. So that that's really awesome uh, for the city. Obviously, you know, major award a Grammy. That's a it's amazing. It's so. as high as it, as it gets. So right. Yeah, I guess those were announced in the afternoon or something like that. So. Um, so we are going to get some Jeff Brom talk this week. Um, so on Wednesday, Jeff Brom's going to talk at, at 11 o'clock about the transfer. spring. Yeah, I would imagine we're going to talk about some spring football, but he's also going to talk about these 24 mid-year transfers and stuff like that. We just yeah. got the, the notification from Rocco. So a little football talk on a, in the a middle of February. How about that? That's right. Because normally Wednesday is the signing day, right? Oh, is that what Wednesday? That's right. Yeah. yeah. Wednesday is the normal. Are they going to sign anybody on that day? I don't. I don't anticipate that they will. They got to get their calendar right, man. It's just they really screwed do. up. But they certainly could if yeah. they want to. I mean, you know, it certainly can sign somebody. But that's normally this is around the time when we would go over, yeah. do a big signing day party or something like that. And they took they took that off our calendar. Uh, yeah, they robbed you. I know. They've robbed, They've robbed you. They've robbed you of a day. You want to turn the mini yep. split on back there? It's a little toasty in here. Um, hey, just take 60 seconds here to tell you about the uh, FanDuel. Uh, the perfect way for everyone to get in on Super Bowl 58 with the no-sweat same-game parlay. When you bet on Super Bowl 58 on FanDuel, one game can mean a lot of wins. Uh, it's America's number one sports book. They have all your favorite bets, all the props, whatever you need, money line, spread, you know, I'm one. In fact, they shortened the uh, the golf. I was able to cash in on Justin Thomas top ten finish. Um, oh, nice! And, and a few others. Scotty Scheffler top ten. I didn't know Wyndham Clark was going to shoot sixty and only miss fifty nine by a ball that looked like the end of Caddyshack. Right. You know, I just need an explosion and that thing goes in. It's unbelievable. It the as, guy came out of nowhere. It was as close as putt for Pappy was on Saturday night. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But this, I mean, this was. It was at Pebble Beach. That's amazing. Tore up Pebble Beach, shot a 60, and would have been a 59 with, I mean, literally, it's like the last scene in Caddyshack. That's amazing. So, yeah, Good for him. Cashed in there, but um, you've got, um, you know, the same game parlay, no sweat bet, so when you combine all your bets for a chance to win uh, big, you're going to get a bonus bet back if the same game parlay doesn't win. So start building your own, or they've got some pre-made ones for you there, but it's more fun to make your own. I mean, mm, they got yeah. them right there. It's way more fun to make your own. So uh, visit FanDuel.com slash Drew D. If you don't already have have an account and when you do that you're going to get 200 bucks on bonus bets as well uh when you make your first bet but get that get it on that same game parlay it must be 21 or over um president kentucky minimum three-leg parlay required refund issues non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt max refund is five dollars unless otherwise specified restrictions apply see terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER so um yeah we will have that super, the super bowl for you i hate the extra week i, I hate I, I wish they just played it yesterday i don't like waiting around a week i'm with whatever. you but you know they did the pro bowl stuff oh, we that's, got the that's even worse in. than usual i know we did get the a really good saturday football. of college oh, basketball unbelievable saturday it was a great saturday as good as it gets we just only got the one game yeah. though on on sunday you know the iowa purdue game was pretty good actually i kind of i I watched it. I don't yeah. know how you. I was like, I I'm going yeah. I'm I'm to jump in here and, and yeah, the pay same attention. game parlay. I had I had Wisconsin plus six and a half. Oh, under on eighty twenty four and a half points and over on the game. Tease that down a little bit. Gotcha. So, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, same game parlay cash. So a little little appetizer for college basketball. Super Bowl next week, and then we get and then it's all college basketball. I, I just think they've got to own that weekend. They some of those games on Saturday. You know, you can have on Sunday because when that Purdue game's over, like, what's next? Nothing. Nothing. 
The, and really, Pebble that, Beach? No, it's rained out. That Saturday was chock full of games yeah. that they could have easily slid one over. I don't know why Duke Carolina don't make it a tradition to play on the off week of the Super Bowl or Sunday every year. You know, that would be be awesome. I, I, to It'd me, that would be great. I would love that. I would love that. Absolutely. So uh, there are a couple. I mean, in addition to the Louisville, Kentucky, NC Tennessee, State game, it was the that most was a great one. Wasn't it the most mat- matchups of top ten ranked teams playing each other on a weekend like ever? It, it was might something have been. like that. It could have been. Um, I, I w- it wouldn't surprise me. That's for sure. And then Kentucky, man. I mean, I losing because you, you had Kansas. You know, um, beat Houston. Right, the fact that Kansas is an underdog at home was to Houston. That was, was absurd. That, I'm sorry. Yeah, that was a, that was. A I mean, Houston, I'm, they're fine. Uh, you know. I'm waiting on them to get busted in like the first weekend, right? I mean, I, yeah. I don't know what they've. You know, you look at their resume. That's how I feel about Purdue. It's yeah, <laughs> but and I think Edie's the most guardable super. You know, big time player ever. Like he, if he gets the ball in the post, send another guy down, take the ball away because he's just a big goof. Now defensively, my God, you can't get a shot off. No, the paint, but. And, and his ability to tip it out to his guards he, on, yeah. on times when he's not even getting rebounds, he's still tipping it to his guards. He's a he's a difference maker, but. I do wonder if Purdue will do what Virginia did last, the last time that a sixteen, you know, beat a one. <laughs> well, Virginia came back, you know, oh, 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 I see what and saying. they came back and won a national championship. Purdue's got some weapons. I just, you I can't trust them. I don't trust them at all. No, I don't trust them at all, and and I want to, I because I I really like Matt, Matt Painter a lot. Although I don't want the Big Ten to win a national championship. I want to continue that. Mm, I, I want to go. I want that drought to go a quarter of a century, and then have Clark Kellogg start. You know, look every America in the eye and act like the Big Ten is an actual contender. Now, my favorite moment of the weekend uh, was in the uh, the Ole Miss game. Uh, you had mm. Auburn's Johnny Broom um, <laughs> start to go out. Of, you know, feel somebody touching behind him. Turns around. It's Morgan Freeman. <laughs> so late in the game, he was standing in the corner of, of the, the the in the um, standing in the corner of the Rebels Sandy John Sandy and John Black Pavilion Court. I was like, "Ooh, that's a long name." So late in the game, dead ball, fan sitting beside, reached out and grabbed his jersey. An apparent attempt to say hello, Broom reacted as any player would, swatting the fan away. But. It was Morgan Freeman. <laughs> he instantly realized who it was and apologized. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, how funny is that? The stars are out. He said, I thought it was an old Miss fan grabbing my jersey, holding on to me. Um, I got the handoff. Then I saw who it was, and I realized it was Freeman. He said, oh, my gosh, I'm sorry. I'm a big fan. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was great. The stars are out in Oxford, yeah. man. You start winning, the stars start Even Morgan up. Freeman. I mean, yeah. it is funny. I mean, Morgan Freeman does put his hand to sort of, like, block him a little bit. Yeah, run into he's, him, he's like but that. then he holds on. Then he held on yeah. to him to say, hey. Get you, your hand you, off you, me. Oh, yeah. Morgan Freeman. It's Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Johnny, yeah, Johnny <laughs> that Bruce. was a really cool moment, and uh, Ole Miss was winning by a decent amount at halftime. Ended up losing the game by twelve or yeah. something like that. Yeah. So I think they were up ten or eleven in the first half, lost the double yeah. digits, but they, and it was rocking. That's kind of what I would think Ole Miss would have done. I actually am a little surprised at how well they've played this deep into the year. It was only a four point spread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just thought that they would kind of fall apart as they got into the SEC because the SEC is so tough uh, and but they have continued to win a lot of games in there so I'm, I'm a little surprised by what Chris Beard and Ole Miss are doing I mean, so they're 18 and 4 and 5 and 4 in the league yeah yeah, yeah. And, and I think they'll probably be around 500 in the league and they're at Kentucky a week from tomorrow <sighs> so Kentucky's really interesting mm-hmm. now what's going on with DJ Wagner that's really interesting to me like 
is he hurt? He took Kentucky off all of his social media. But guys do that. Pierce Clarkson, Pierce Clarkson did, did yeah, that. With Flyville, you know, but he's not going anywhere. So it doesn't always mean that. Uh, but losing to Florida and Tennessee back-to-back and losing to South Carolina, they lost three of the last four games. It's really uncharacteristic of a team that I think has a lot of these, a lot of really great pieces. Oh, my gosh. They have everything Bodies that you could days. want. Yeah. You know, so it's really, you know, so I, I know Kentucky fans are really upset. Message board geniuses are going after their message boards at UK. Oh, really? Like they're saying, like, all, how do we how do we get John Calipari fired? Do we follow him around? Do we follow him around with an Air Force? Do we, do we, you know, like they're coming up with all these different ways to, like, irritate John Calipari to quit or to set him up to get fired. There's, like, all these theories. And then John Calipari is asking for, like, prayers for his dog. And they're like, we're not praying for your dog. Well, that's a little harsh. Yeah. Pray for his dog. Pray for the dog. Yeah, it's a dog. But we it's don't a- know what happened, though. Right? We don't know. Is this dog sick? I I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think we know. Yeah. I mean, you could pray for my dog too. Is he okay? He's fine. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. you could pray for pray for Chip while you're at yeah. it. Pray for Chip. Some prayers up for Chip while you're yeah. yeah. Kathy's cat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, that's you know. They give up 100 points and a loss at home to 10. I mean, their defense just sucks. I mean, there's no their way defense getting around is, it. is atrocious. And it's kind of surprising how <laughs> athletic and long they are uh, that they aren't really that good defensively. But they, they can score 100 points on anybody. They can score yeah. ni- in the 90s. And but you, you can't be that bad. I mean, they're 102nd defensively. They're 7th best offensively, 102nd defensively. That is just to be that lopsided. Yeah. It's... And, it's and not a formula for to to win, you know, go to the final four. We it's say that, like but Louisville's still two fourteen. <laughs> Sorry, Chase. I was about to say that. Yeah. Like, oh. It's almost like Louisville. Yeah. No, it's, it's worse. I mean, Louisville is doubly worse than Kentucky defensively. And Kentucky's not good defensively. And that's the thing, it's like when you get in the NCAA tournament, you can make it a shootout and you could probably even advance. You know, and but you got to you're not going to piece together four wins to get to a final four if you just let yeah. everybody score. Now, can that change? Like, can they get together like Miami did last year? Well, maybe because Miami was sort of similar, yeah, similarly lopsided, and they and they improved their defense over the last month or so of the season, whatever it was, and found a way to get to a final four. Um, yeah, I mean, I. I think the potential is there for them to start playing good defense and hold on to their offense, uh, obviously. I just think that in the tournament, you have to have proven that you're going to get stops. There almost has to be a belief in the tournament that you're yeah. going to get this stop and get that rebound and go down and score. Like, in those critical situations. There has to be – and if you're not there right now, you better get it together quick or, or you're not going to get home. So I, I'm sorry I did not pick up the, the, the way the texters did and the way Mark Ennis also texted me. Uh, as well, when you when you were talking about Sam Hartman, that you said that we are magnets to his. Yeah, text. Don't worry, texters caught that. <laughs> we're magnets to his. Yeah. Yep. I mean the text line eight twenty eight. We are magnets. Yeah. Direct quote from Blankenbaker. Right. Sam Hartman. We're magnets to his. Yeah. Like there must be fifteen of these. I hate living in fear of this damn text line. <laughs> Of this mixtape. <laughs> no, Sam Hartman. Texas, Mike and Mayer cut out of my feet temporarily. I heard him say something about being attracted to Sam Hartman's balls. <laughs> Can Blank clarify what he said? <laughs> I mean, he is a good looking guy. If, <laughs> it seems as if when he throws the ball in the air, that there's a gravitational pull. <laughs> To his football, to our players. <laughs> there you go. Texter <laughs> says maybe Calipari should get a better dog. Get a better would say. dog, yeah. Cal. Yeah. 
Golly. They're just brutal. Brutal. The Kentucky fans are not happy. They don't want to lose three out of four. And they shouldn't. This, This roster shouldn't be losing three out of four games to anybody. It's too good of a roster. Well, I mean, got to have in context, too. The Florida game, to me, they blew. I mean, Tennessee, you can lose to at home, on the road. I mean, they're good. I mean, Tennessee's a good team. Yeah. So, so South Carolina. I mean, yeah. South Carolina beat them by 17. I mean, Tennessee could be staring down the barrel of a one seat when this thing gets They could be. They could be. I mean, they're a very good team. They're very good. I, and, you know, but Rick Barnes, is Rick Barnes going to do what Rick Barnes always does? Is he? Can you trust him? I don't know. It's like I trust Purdue more than I trust Tennessee. <laughs> but kind of weird. Again, they're they're number two defensively. Um, oh, and I trust 15th Tennessee offensive. Yeah, I trust them through the regular season. <laughs> don't, don't get me wrong. It's when they get into the tournament that it's. I mean, the record's not gaudy. It's sixteen and five, but they have some crazy good wins. Yeah, they do. You know, I mean, they they won at Wisconsin second game of the year. They had a three game losing streak. I guess it was in a tournament, but they lost to Purdue, Kansas, and North Carolina. They played they played those in succession. They yeah. played Purdue, Kansas, North Carolina in a matter of eight days. It's incredible. <laughs> you know, I mean, that just the, jumps out at it's you. It's the gauntlet. It's like playing uh, everybody in the Final Four. And they've beaten number 10. I'm going by the Kempon numbers. Number 10, Illinois. Number 7, Alabama. You know, and they go into Kentucky and win. I mean, they've got, they've got some killer wins, man. Yeah. If I was to bet on it right now, though, future wager, I'd bet on UConn to win the national championship. I know. Especially They're the so way they look so poised. good. St. John's. That did. I mean, they. There was never a moment where I thought St. John's was actually going to end up winning that game. They no. were so well composed in that game. They're just so freaking good. Well, you know, UConn built out a pretty early lead. St. John's was able to come back and make it a ball game, and then they just. Oh, oh, okay. Good to see you. Pulled away again. Yeah. And I mean, St. John's. I guess right. Was up by a point and a half. It just didn't feel like it. No. Yeah. No, it didn't. They, that, they got Patino a little bit there in the first half, but Patino's bag of tricks only goes so far. When when they're better, they're better. They can just do so many things, and they're just, like Cam Spencer's so freaking good. I mean, that guy's just dead eye shooter as they come, man. Yeah. Yep. So I would bet on UConn. Arizona's really interesting. I don't. I don't, I don't trust know, Alabama. I don't, I don't trust anybody. I don't trust Alabama. Yeah. I don't trust Tennessee. BYU. I mean, that's Mark Pope, isn't it? I think you're that's right. Mark Pope, and they're seventh in the net. Yeah, yeah, and they're ni- yeah, ninth in the Ken Palm. Yeah, Mark Pope. Do we want to put Mark Pope on the list? Or we're we not going to uh, go Kentucky? We're keeping the list open. We're, are we not going to go we're Probably not UK. having a Kentucky player coach. Today, not after the Kenny Payne thing? No <laughs> yeah. more Manchurian candidates? Yeah. Is that what we're thinking? Yeah, he might be the only guy I might say, nah. <laughs> nope. Might Fool me once. <laughs> Fool me once. You're not getting in here. You're not again. doing it a second time. No. That might be the only name I don't well, I will. I'm keeping open mind everything except that. But he would be gettable. Yeah. I, I just, more when I talk to people, I think Chris Beard's just the, the number one candidate. I mean, I, you know, it's very, very, not much information is good information out, but the very few people that know anything, I, I think it feels like that's number one, the best available guy, and number two, he's gettable. Well, and he'll probably get you to the final four in the first three years of being here. Well, then you definitely hire him. You know, I mean, <laughs> I mean like, yeah, yeah that's I what mean, you, do. you know, I think that's, you know, he's got Morgan Freeman at ball games. Yeah. You know, does that sound interesting? <laughs> yeah. What is, is he, I don't know, is Morgan Freeman from Mississippi? He or? lives there. Okay. He lives in Mississippi. Now, he does a lot in L.A., obviously, with Hollywood and, and movies and stuff like that, but he keeps his residence in Mississippi. I don't know where in Mississippi in relation to Oxford, but I know it is in Mississippi. 
we just had the interns look it up. He's he's a big Ole Miss guy. Okay. Yeah. He and John Grisham. Although John Grisham is a big everywhere guy because even the Virginia game I was watching the other night, they said Grisham was was in the really? building. Yeah. I'm huh. like, I thought he was Ole Miss in Mississippi State. If John Grisham walked into this room you right now, no idea. I would have no idea who he is. Plus, he'd walk in in disguise anyway, so he wouldn't even know. Would he? Well, because I, I remember when I did. Um, UK baseball in the 2000, uh, early 2000s. Is that, is that what it was? Um, they played at Mississippi State, and, and and I was like, does he come to any of the games? He's like, yeah, but he will show up in the outfield bleachers and wear a disguise, and so nobody even knows who he is. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing. He doesn't have to wear a disguise around me. I don't know. No, I wouldn't know him if like. he walked in wearing a shirt said the, the firm and the pelican brief on it. I wouldn't like. <laughs> like I know, I know he's an author. I know he's world famous. They movies. Every time stuff. he makes writes a book, it sells billions. Right, but I don't know what he looks like. No. I have utterly no idea. I've seen. You know, he's something on the back cover. I, if you gave me like four pictures, I might be able to. Okay, I, I think I could. You could identify him in a lineup. I think yeah. I could not. Okay. Um. So anyone, anyone talking about the caller in the UK post game that said. The UK AD needs to be tarred and feathered and killed for giving Kyle a lifetime contract. I did not hear that. I'm sure it's in the mixtape folder. It ought to be. I'm sure that is funny. But that's That's a little. little, I don't know if that's funny. That's a little scary. Well, I mean, did you hear the messages they left on John Higgins' voicemail? Yeah, you're gonna also scary. You're gonna pay, buddy. I mean, that's part of their fan base. And I guess uh, Florida State fans were going after Kirk Herbstreet all weekend too. Herbstreet was having a tweet about about his. preference for florida state not making the, the the college football playoff it all got brought up again florida state just, you know, just can you just pipe down for a little bit i mean just take it easy all right just just for like a, a week right? quick quick complaining about everything for a week can you guys stop you're becoming you, you you were sympathetic which is impossible yeah and you were actually you were sympathetic figure and then that you just won't stop making a scene <laughs> It's embarrassing. Keep making a scene. You're just making a scene on the internet all the time. You're making a scene. Yeah, they're Drama not happy games. unless they unless they're, they're winning everything. They're never freaking happy. Yeah, they can beat you by thirty and they're still going to complain. And that's that's kind of Kentucky fans share a little bit of that in basketball. Well, okay, you can make the connection. I'm just telling you, Florida State right now over the last two months, just definitely stop it. Two months. Talk about what they do over the summer. All summer, yeah, last yeah. year, leading yeah. up to the college football season, we had to have the the success initiative. They were, you know, we 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 expanded. They were they they, and then the, when we expanded, they complained about that too. They complained about everything. It's crazy. All right, yeah, we'll get, go we'll, back to being hating, hating Florida State. Yeah, we'll um, let's see. So, what did you send me in the show thread here, or is it in the show? So BYU coach says raising nil money is the most important thing. So, yeah, Mark, even in Provo. Man, Provo, Utah. It was all NIL. Said what they lost to. Um, let's see. Well, but in, Mark Pope said the NIL is why I lost the game. Yeah, I'm, I'm reading that. That is that would not fly here. I don't know. You know, I think you're gonna have to make sure you have your NIL straight and coach. So, and- a former BYU signee transferred to Kansas State. Reported left for, because of NIL. He signed to play for BYU in May, but later re-entered the transfer portal. Oh, he says it was all in and why they lost the play. The player, not the oh, yeah. game. Yeah, okay. it was NIL. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, true. yeah, but a lot of these decisions are NIL. Almost all of them are. All right, we'll continue along here. we got Paul Rogers to get to uh, on the other side here as we'll, uh, we'll talk with them. Vector Security is who I use at my house. It's who you can use 
as well uh, to protect your home. Uh, whether you need, um, you know, just just uh, basics, just want, um, you know, one camera, two camera, or they just want the, the alarm system itself, trust me, when you get the cameras, you're going to want more. Because right now, they're going to offer you, when um, you mention us to sign up, they're going to give you a free doorbell cam and install it for you uh, as well. So it is... Our friends over at Vector Security, formerly ADS Security. I was walking the dog yesterday. I saw some ADS Security signs around the neighborhood. I was like, ah, guys need to get the new signs for Vector Security. So uh, online, VectorSecurity.com, the same phone number you've always called, 452-6277. And, um, you know, the same people you've come to, to know and trust. It's Vector Security. Again, online, VectorSecurity.com. And uh, tell me you're just talking about them right here.